Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I can pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff like at a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all that bank transfer stuff. Nope. It's just right there. Easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times. Every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, this is Annie. And Samantha. And welcome to Stuff Mo Never Told You, a production of iHeartRadio. Okay, so before we get into this one, right off the bat, you probably could tell from the title, but content warning, we are talking about the origin of a word that is often used offensively against women or towards men, usually referring to women, but the P word. (laughs) So here's your chance to switch it off if that's not something you're into hearing. Give you a pause. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> I feel like that's a long Perfect. enough pause. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. Thank you. And this is a very abbreviated history, Samantha. You were saying that what is that Netflix show has something yeah, on it. Yeah, the history of the swear words. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is the one that's hosting it. It's pretty fun because it has a lot of the comedians that come through and talk about this. And this is one of those words. And I will say it's not one of my favorite words. But yeah, the show is pretty fun. Yeah, there's definitely deeper dives than what we're doing here on this mini. But It's been on my mind because recently Donald Trump told Mike Pence that he could go down in history as a patriot or a which is the word we're talking about. That wasn't clear. Here meaning coward. And this is after Trump's infamous Access Hollywood tape where he casually talked about sexual assault and said, grab him by the And of course, the whole thing with women trying to reclaim it afterwards and cats and the debate around the feminism of that whole thing. And yeah, it got me thinking about the history of this word. And and it has a pretty strange word, really, because it it can mean cat, or it can be a vulgar way to refer to female genitalia, or it can mean coward, typically used as an effeminate insult against a man, as in the example above. It can also mean a female sexual partner, sexual intercourse itself. But tracing the history is easier said than done, as it turns out, as is almost always the case with these word episodes that we do. 
Right. And we talked a little bit about this with Amanda from the Word Slut book, Mm -hmm. I know. But yeah, so no one's really sure where the word comes from. And even in the documentary, we talk about there are historians in there who say they don't really know and they go through different theories. But this is probably because it was used in speech long before it was written down, as in most words or sensitive words specifically. Some say it comes from the word pusillanimous, which means showing a lack of courage or determination slash timid. But most people dismiss that theory. Others claim that one of the first recorded instances of word appeared in England towards the end of the 16th century, non-sexual, non-offensive slang for a woman from Philip Stubbs after writing about men's tendency to marry quickly. He quoted, no, no, it maketh no matter these things, so long as he have his pretty to huggle, for that is the only thing he desireth. And I would like to put in here that I've been saying the word huggle and didn't think it was a real word. And I thought I was making it up because this is how I ask for hugs and snuggles. So I feel pretty <laughs> cool right now. Oh, good for you. I like that <laughs> using the word huggle makes you feel cool. I, I support that. I'm a child that loves <laughs> Childish words. (laughs) I'm all for it. The Oxford English Dictionary also puts the word as originating around this time to mean a woman that shared qualities with a cat, like sweetness or friendliness, which kind of cracked me up because I feel like most of the time when people talk about cats, sweetness and friendliness is like the opposite of what they say. I'm using this as a reference to the cat being the... Is such a like kitty term, like a kitty yeah. kit, kitten type of term. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what they mean. That specific word at that point in time. Well, it's funny too because uh, we recently did Angela Carter's The Bloody Chamber, right. and so we talked about Puss in Boots. So when right. I think of that, now I think of like a really crass, <laughs> dirty old cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To be fair, Puss in Boots, like in the cartoonish characters, his big weapon is to take those big oh. sweet kitten eyes, and that's his charm. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, and okay. then he uses it as a weapon. But I, that's how I thought of it. Interesting. If I had more time, I'd go on a deep dive about that <laughs> and how women often get like using their charm right, as a weapon. Right. I doubt that's go- what's going on here. Well, well, no, well, <laughs> but yes, know. the word puss has been used and had been at that time to refer to cats long before it was applied to women. Because of this, some think that the word derives from an old German word for cat. In the 1600s, we see one of the first crude usages of from a country song. It's sort of a weird double entendre. So, okay, see if you can get it. A pretty wait, young wait. kid. I need you to sing it. Are you not going to sing it? Do you Put a beat I, to it? Caterwauling is the word. <laughs> what would happen? And everyone would die. It'd be like the ring, but podcast version and immediate. So, <laughs> um, no singing to be had today. Fine, fine. A pretty young kitty she had that could purr, twas gamesome and handsome and had a rare fur, and straight up I took it and offered to stroke it in hopes I should make it kind. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, indeed. I don't like that. No. So, one of the first known written instances of as an insult to a man came from the 1904 book, God's Good Men. However, other linguists doubt the Old German origins and instead point to Old Norse, at least when it comes to the genitalia connotation, which had a similar word meaning vulva or pocket. Yes. But okay, the porn industry gets a lot of credit for popularizing the use of as a nicer word for female genitalia 
And this is problematic because historically so much porn has been male gay-centered and degrading to women and also cementing unrealistic body standards for women that so many internalize since our sex ed is terrible in the United States and a lot of kids learn about it from porn. Like, the percentage is very disturbing. Right. (laughs) Yeah, so that's about where we are. Uh, And the debate continues around the history of this word, the feminism of using it, if it should be reclaimed. Because you've got things like WAP, also Pussy Riot. Like, there are people in that space operating to reclaim it. However, I think that we can all agree that when a sexist sexual assaulter uses it, it's offensive, and using it to mean coward is also offensive. Because essentially what you're saying is that women are cowardly, and you, heaven forbid you be like a woman. Yes. When you use it in that manner. Yeah, and we know the person who we're talking about specifically does absolutely mean in that context. And that unless you're a beautiful woman, you're of no use. Yeah, so I think it's a very, as with a lot of, I guess this isn't, I don't know, is this a swear word? It is a swear word. Yeah, It's definitely going to be bleeped. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, apologies for all the bleeps. (laughs) (laughs) Unless we're, which is going to be hard enough because when we're talking about the cat version. Right. That not necessarily, but when we're using it in context of genitalia or in a slang term, yes, this is a curse word. Wow. Well, and that points to like how complicated this word is because a Mm -hmm. lot of our curse words are, I mean, even when you think about how it like can refer to a dog or like really derogatory to a woman and how that's being reclaimed. We're seeing that with a lot of words play out, but it is very complicated and it's very personal. It is. Yeah. Well... That's our brief rundown on the history of the word If you would like to email us, we would love to hear from you. Our email is stuffmediamomstuff at iheartmedia.com. You can also find us on Twitter at momstuffpodcast or on Instagram at stuff I'm never told you. Thanks as always to our super producer, Christina. Thank you, Christina. And thanks to you for listening. Stuff I Never Told You is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. This podcast is brought to you by Kim Crawford Wines. Kim Crawford invites you to savor amazing with a chilled glass of New Zealand's finest. Named in the Wine Spectator Top 100 list four times, every sip of Kim Crawford Sauvignon Blanc is filled with tropical fruit flavors like passion fruit and citrus to help you experience golden hour how you see fit. Visit KimCrawfordWines.com to learn more and find Kim Crawford Wine near you. Savor amazing. For those 21 and over, please savor responsibly. Constellation Imports, Rutherford, California. This episode is brought to you by PNC Bank, who believes some things in life should be boring, like banking. Because boring is safe and responsible, level-headed and wise. All things you want your bank to be. You don't want your bank to be cool or sexy. Sexy is for 80s hair bands, not banks. That's why PNC Bank strives to be boring with your money so you can be happily fulfilled with your life. PNC Bank, brilliantly boring since 1865. Brilliantly Boring Since 1865 is a service mark of the PNC Financial Services Group, Incorporated. PNC Bank, a national association, member FDIC. 
Thinking of popping the question? Diamonds Direct has an offer you can't miss. This month only, buy a natural diamond engagement ring of one carat plus and receive a free natural one carat diamond tennis bracelet valued at $2,000. Imagine giving her the ring of her dreams and her wedding gift all at once. No one provides education, selection, and value like Diamonds Direct. Your chance to get a free tennis bracelet from your friends at Diamonds Direct won't last long. Details at DiamondsDirect.com.